Hello again. Uh, feels weird to be back, but here we are. It uh, a lot's happened since I've I've last touched base. I kind of just checked out. Uh, I don't love taking time out of my day, time out of my week to sit down and and rant and rave about all the the chaos that's happening in society. So it it definitely weighs on me, uh, which is why I've kind of backed off. Um, I like to I like to instill a little bit of hope, and. Uh, as of recently, I haven't seen a ton of hope. Uh, so as a result, I've kind of, I kind of just unplugged, uh, unplugged from the world, unplugged from the podcast and just screw it. I'm, I'm a do me and I will, uh, see how this goes on my own. But, uh, nonetheless, I, I said to myself then, and I, I stand by it is I would check in if, if things absolutely require it and they require it. Uh, over the last little bit, we've, we've had some huge, huge things happen. And I, I feel like even the subculture, even, even the, the areas of the internet that kind of lean towards critical thinking and conspiracy and all this, e- even some of those areas aren't touching. So it's, it's a topic and, and a conversation that's underserved even in, in my kind of echo areas. So I felt the need that we have to have a conversation. Uh, it's time to plug back in and, and have a conversation about some of the stuff that's going on, uh, both known and, and unknown. So, uh, without further ado, I'm, I'm full disclosure. There's no happy ending today. I've got no answers. I've got no solutions. I've just got a few things we've got to talk about. I've got to warn a couple people about some things and, that's it. But I'm, I'm not, I'm right from the outset. We're not leaving this on a happy note because I don't have one to give. Um, and with that disclaimer, let's, uh, get into it. So right off the hop, we're, uh, we're going to start international cause that's, I think where the biggest problems and, uh, conversations lie. Uh, as everyone is by now aware, we, we narrowly avoided a world war three moment. I think we're still, more than likely on track for some sort of massive engagement. Um, but it was, it was an absolute Ferdinand moment where you saw the reports immediately come out that, uh, Russia has accidentally or intentionally bombed Poland. Uh, Russia immediately denied this. And then as with mainstream media, anything Russia says is thrown in the garbage and we don't question it. Uh, well, thanks to, 4chan and, and the internet sleuths that kind of picked apart the evidence we were given. Uh, they found pictures of the bomb and they cross-referenced the, the bolt pattern that actually straps the two chambers of the bomb together. Uh, they cross-referenced the bolt pattern with known internet. We, we know what different bombs are made like and they tied it a hundred percent without doubt back to Ukraine. And sure enough, about 12 hours after the internet grabbed a hold of it. Uh, they they had no choice but to back it off and say, "Hey, no, this was an accident from Ukraine." Which I find I've actually had a conversation with a few people, and it, it's just like it's disgusting for like two people on a farm in Poland died as a result of this um, accident or not. It's it sucks. Like I don't I don't want to hear of families, especially in unaffected regions. Like if Poland is not in this fight, but it sucks and and. For a couple days, it was like these people are going to be hoisted up as martyrs that that started World War III. 
Uh, Russia did it, and it was an act of terrorism. There's no question. It was, it was, there's only one path if it's Russian perpetrated, and it's terrorism. Uh, whereas the minute they found out it was Ukrainian, it was a tragic accident, and, well, the family's just gone. Like, we don't have to talk about it. We're sorry. It was an accident. Shit happens. Uh, I just find it crazy that the potential dichotomy is World War Three, innocent accident, oops. And there's no, there is no middle ground. There's no, hey, Ukraine, we're going to have a conversation about this. You fucked up. You fucked up. But again, as we've known with Ukraine, they have no problem bombing their own citizens. Look at Donbass. It's, it's, it's not a new thing. So it's, it's not surprising to see them pack up shop and move on to the next story. Um, it's just wild to me that we were, and people don't realize how close we were to full-on NATO involvement. Uh, and if it wasn't for a couple pictures getting leaked, we'd be in a world war right now. Arguably, we already are, but uh, full-on hot conflict. Uh, and with that comes the potential for nuclear involvement because we're dealing with nuclear powers. And people are not weighing that as heavily as they should. It is insane to me. Um, while we're on the top of Ukraine as well, you've seen the media, uh, they've spun it that it's not safe for them to be there, but, uh, CNN was kicked out of Mariupol, uh, recently, like last week, because they were reporting on how they took over, they reclaimed the city and there was a victory parade. Uh, they, they had the film crews there and they were doing an on the scene broadcast and no sooner than a man in a truck or on a trailer going down the street in a parade is flying a Ukrainian flag and uh, live on air does a, does a Zig Heil, a Nazi salute, uh, doesn't really help the case that, uh, that Russia has been making is there is Nazis in, in this place and we're supposed to play stupid. Uh, anyway, CNN aired them in a bad light. So as with everything in Ukraine, if you aren't favorite to the party at power, then you have to go. Uh, there is no political dissidence in Ukraine. And it's wild to think that this isn't, this is up for debate or it's people don't realize that like, it's not a Westernized country. It doesn't have freedom of press. It doesn't have freedom of political dissent. It doesn't have any of these basic tenets of democracy. Uh, as much as they'd like to say it does, it's not something that's even close to an analogous of what's going on in the West. Aren't we've got our own problems. We don't have a friggin' democracy. We don't have a republic. We are run by corporations and, and powerful interests. Don't kid yourself. But the idea that we have a, a proper system, it's valid. Uh, we get to vote. Sure, we only like in Canada, we get to choose between three pre-selected people. And in the States, you get to choose between two pre-selected people. You never get too far out of what's quote-unquote allowed. But nonetheless, Ukraine, Russia, they don't have the same concept of democracy as we do. Um, you could have a debate whether Russia or Ukraine has closer to. Uh, and the, th the crazy thing is, you couldn't give like a clear, decise, this is the answer. Both leaders screw over their political opposition. They jail them. They suppress them. Uh, state media runs everything. Like, they're, they're two birds from the same feather, and, and it's a trash bird. But as, after that, I kind of sat back and, and was like, wow, we, we avoided a huge retaliatory escalation. Um, and as I, I was kind of chewing on that, 
um, going through my, my weekly stuff, I, there's certain media sources I follow and, and I get different perspectives. Uh, I don't like to live in a, in a one-sided echo chamber. And I think that shows in, in, in my thinking and in, in my process, I certainly have my own bias and I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm, I'm certainly right of center. And, uh, with that, I can, I can own my own problems, but, uh, as I was going through my week, consuming my left of center, my center objective, my right of, I'm consuming my media. I actually came across Jimmy Dore and he's the one who broke it. And it's the people that were pushing it will not do a mea culpa. They will not say we're sorry. We, we got bad information. Um, but, but again, it's, it's on the topic of like war escalation, the pretext for action. And it happens to be about what's going on in, in Israel. Uh, no, sorry, Iran. Very different. <laughs> but nonetheless, what's happening in Iran? The uh, I've, I've kind of had a stinky smell going on with that whole situation from the start. Um, it all started with a, I don't know her name, I'm not going to butcher it, I'm not even going to try, but there was, a, there was a woman who was allegedly beat in police custody for not wearing her hijab. And then later she subsequently died of a heart attack or some other resulting injury from the, the alleged attack. Um, however, again, with the internet, everything's forever. Uh, the video of her collapsing in, untouched in the police station is available for everyone to see. So I'm not, I'm not saying she wasn't killed. I'm not saying she wasn't assaulted. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying the pretext of that story is not fully the truth. Uh, there is more to that story than we know and we'll e that we'll ever know. We'll never know. The Iranian government is a, again, a lockstep regime. They're not going to let you know things that are bad for them. Uh, no different than Ukraine or Russia. But nonetheless, I I've kind of had a stick in my craw about that whole story ever since. But nonetheless, like we can all agree, like I, I don't think a Islamic militant regime um, Sharia law is a good thing. And I've said that from my perspective, uh, like when we talk about abortion legislation, uh, I have to find a compromise between my, my religious values and views and my public policy ideas, because I cannot impose my religion on society, even in the hypothetical. So you have to find a balance and, and it I, I think that's a fair and valid way to do it. I certainly don't think that people that don't share my religion should be persecuted um, from a from a policy standpoint. Um, so there's a there's a bit of a difference there, but uh, no, nonetheless, I I don't support a, a totalitarian regime that imposes their edict on everyone at carte blanche. I, I'm a firm individualist. You do what you want as long as you're not hurting me or mine or others, then you get left to be alone. Like, I don't care. Uh, I, I advocate for your ability to smoke pot while, while cleaning your gun. I'm not into drugs. Uh, I like my guns. But my premise is I don't want to tell you what to do. And, and as long as you're not injuring other people, I it shouldn't be anyone's place to tell you what to do. But nonetheless, we all saw the media stories, the prop it's straight up propaganda. Now, uh, Jimmy Dore broke it. And now I've, I, as I'm like making this episode, I'm getting ready to put the links in the, in the show notes, uh, because these are substantial. I want to back these up with, with not just my speculation and not just Jimmy Dore's say so. Um, even the New York times has now reported 
So I will link those in, in the show notes. But uh, we were all told that the Iranian government was set to execute 15,000 protesters. Uh, that was unadulterated bullshit. That was pure George Bush senior propaganda. That was weapons of mass destruction propaganda. Uh, and there's no way around it. Uh, the Iranian courts have killed one protester. We're not calling these people good people by any stretch of the imagination. I cannot say that enough. They are not good people. They are killing people. Their judicial system is flawed and it's not fair. Um, but keep in mind, they, they executed one protester as of right now, and they will likely execute more. More will die. They are not about to kill 15,000 protesters. That's not true. Uh, the one that was already executed, convicted, and tried, and killed, um, they, they were caught and convicted of setting fire to a government building during a protest. Uh, so it's not just any protester at that. So context, it, it matters, especially when you have Justin Trudeau, mainstream media, world leaders, celebrities, all screaming about 15,000 people are about to die. We have to do something. The West has to step in. And I don't, well, with Justin Trudeau and then Biden and all those, they're just assholes. And I, I think they do know better. Uh, at least they have access to the information that should allow them to know better. But when you come to celebrities, even I, they're clowns. All celebrities should be treated as they are, which is clowns and sh hollow vessels that are entertainment. We idolize celebrities for no reason anymore. But nonetheless, I, I, I give them a bit of a pass because um, they, they don't have the access to the, the actual, they're eating what they're being fed and they're saying what they're being told and, and they're not basing it on logic and borne out study facts, uh, criticism even. Like you, you, these celebrities, these world leaders, they surround themselves with yes men that only regurgitate one side of it. Uh, and anyone that pushes back. And this applies to Trump too. As I say this and it speaks, that man doesn't surround himself with people that, that push back either. So both sides, you're fucked up. Um, but no, that is a huge thing because you've got the West and mainstream media pushing for, for global interference in another government based on false information. And the fact that some of these people ought to have known it was false or is now verifiably false, it's propaganda. Whether it's firsthand, they curated this propaganda and pushed it out, or it's secondhand, they fell victim to propaganda and regurgitated it. Both are equally horrible. And it's, it's about time we have a conversation about this, because as we've seen with the Polish bomb and now Iran... And the, the false assumption that 15,000 protesters were about to be killed. We are being screwed with from a propaganda perspective on a level that I don't think I've, I've ever been alive for. Uh, certainly, propaganda did a huge role in the Gulf War, uh, Afghanistan, all of that. But we never had more than one front at the same time. Uh, the, the, the war machine is alive and well, and it is hungry. Uh, that meat grinder needs to keep grinding. Um, they don't really know where to point it at this point, but they're going to keep spinning it until they can point it somewhere. Uh, and that's, that's kind of my 
biggest reason I wanted to jump on and, and do an update. Uh, we've all got other problems going on at home. Inflation's out to lunch. Carbon tax, we're going into December. Carbon tax is about to come into effect. Uh, Trudeau's making us a laughing stock on the world stage, uh, getting dressed down by Xi Jinping. And then you've got the liberal media trying to spin it as a win. Like, oh, we stood up to Xi Jinping. It's like, Again, on that on that incident, uh, I think if you took that conversation in complete isolation, he actually did kind of try to stand up. Uh, he tried to justify why he would leak his conversations. I think it's it's not diplomatic. It's it's not good course. But again, like fine if you if you're if you're choosing to burn this bridge and fuck this guy over, which is fine. He deserves it, uh, and you want to leak your conversation. It's fine. But don't expect that you're going to be able to continue diplomacy with that person. It's it's you're in or you're out. Um, but context matters. So the left wing media here is screaming, "Oh, he stood up to Xi Jinping!" And again, you only take that clip. Maybe you can maybe make that case. However, you zoom back to Remembrance Day just a few days before, where he was in Cambodia. Yes, that's right. Justin Trudeau went to Cambodia for Remembrance Day. Not Ottawa. Fuck you. But that aside, he goes to Cambodia. One of the reporters asked him to call Xi Jinping and the concentration camps in China for Uyghur Muslims. They asked him to condemn it and call it a genocide. Again, deeper context, the Canadian parliament has already adopted a resolution that declares that. Our government position is already solid in saying he's a genocide, like he's committing a genocide, and he's an asshole. Trudeau would not be out of step with the government at all for simply restating that opinion. But no, he didn't. He's he's literally at a genocide museum, and his expo- explanation was, well, we see it in the museum here in Cambodia, we see it in Rwanda, all this, at the museums of genocide. We go to Germany, we see the museum. It's as if genocide only happens in the past tense. Uh, and he refused. He refused to say, condemn anything that Xi Jinping and China, the CCP, are doing. So that needs to be weighed in when you're talking about him, quote-unquote, standing up to Xi Jinping. The, the, the eunuch he is is unable to even repeat a already adopted motion from our own government. It's nuts. And, and for somebody like himself to think that this is getting him points or something, our government's already done it. The damage is done. You repeating it doesn't change anything. And you not repeating it doesn't change anything. You're just a weak soy boy. Like, you're not, you're not standing up to anybody. Especially when it, when it counts. And that's, that's the sad part, is it really does count. Uh, again, I'm a Christian not a Muslim, but it doesn't matter who's being persecuted or subjugated. You don't do that. That is not okay. We don't live in a world where this should be accepted or normal or anything. So, yeah, I don't give him any credit. That uh, pretty much wraps up my my emergent issues, the, the stuff that got me out of my own life and into the into the recording studio to, to sound the alarm, per se. Uh, while I'm here, I may as well give a, a brief update of the lay of the land. Uh, here in Canada, the Emergencies Measures Act, uh, Trudeau's war measures on the truckers, 
Uh, that's still trucking right along. Uh, and though I don't expect any major consequences to come of it, nothing like for all you can say bad about Justin Trudeau, I will give him credit where it's due. That man is Teflon on a level I, I can't even comprehend. There are mob bosses that weren't as untouchable as this guy. Nothing sticks to Trudeau. Nothing. Uh, so credit where it's due. No, nothing's going to come of the Emergency Measures Act. Uh, actually, if if I am to, to guess, um, the policy change recommendations are likely going to loosen the criteria for the War Measures Act. Uh something a lot of people haven't really given much credence to. So this this inquiry doesn't actually carry any criminal power. Uh, they can declare that it was unjustified, uh, and with that comes no penalty. Uh, nothing, nothing can possibly come to Trudeau other than political consequences of, you know, hey, we find out Jagmeet Singh supported something illegally. Maybe we can push him to back off support of the liberals. Um... But there's no there's no law mechanism. There's not even an ethics me- mechanism in this in this inquiry. All it is is to change policy and to steer policy going forward. How can we make changes to protect people to do this, that, or the other? Uh, and unpopular opinion. I think this is going to likely see a loosening of the criteria for the War Measures Act. Uh, I, as we've seen, nobody has supported the use of it. I think Brenda Lucky came the closest, but uh, all police bodies, all CSIS, uh, every every intelligence agency, uh, nobody has said that this was needed explicitly. Uh, and quite the contrary, many have said it has not been needed. But I think, I, do, I don't, the, the judge presiding over the tr- this, this inquiry is a liberal appointee. They're supposed to be as neutral as possible, uh, I'm not, I don't know this man, so I can't say he's incapable. Uh, I do have my reservations on, on his ability to stay impartial. So we'll see how it comes. But I, I do, I do expect the recommendations to not be in our favor. I think, I think rather than correcting an authoritarian government, you're going to see them loosen things to give the authoritarian government more power. Uh, a hot take. Y'all might not like it, but uh, that's the, that's the way I see it going. Uh, it's despite all of the witnesses agreeing with us and whatnot, I think they're going to change the law to make it more legal, not change the power structure to stop it from happening. Uh, two sides of the same coin, I guess, just, uh, breaking the other way, shifting that over to the States. We had the midterm elections flash in the pan. Uh, great, great night for Ron DeSantis and Florida, uh, bad night for, Cary Lake, Arizona, the, the, the Midwest, uh, not, not awesome. Uh, I know I was really watching, um, Tudor Dixon in Michigan being a, uh, Northern neighbor to Michigan. Uh, what goes on there actually matters to me, uh, especially when it comes to line five and bridge line five between Michigan and Ontario. It's a, it's a huge political football, uh, and having Whitmer in power is fucking insane when it comes to the ability to shut off a huge lion's share of energy in Ontario, uh, for when it comes to natural gas and whatnot. So having her win was a, was a bad break. Uh, and the margins were, were sad, sadly thin. Uh, it should have been a, a definite 
one way, especially when you've got a governor like Whitmer who literally had a hostage attempt plotted by the FBI. Like it's an inside job and nobody calls her on it. Uh, also should be noted that Whitmer as well as Como Chomo in New York, uh, two governors who mandated sick people back into nursing homes. They are quite literally grandma killers. Uh, the same thing we were called all through COVID. They actually in, in, impose policies that, that quantifiably killed grandparents. Um, although she somehow skated some of the responsibility of that, unlike Como, who lost his career over it, uh, which was the right move to do. So I don't know. I, I, the lay of the land, uh, they got some power shifted, but uh, it's certainly not the bellwether going into presidential elections season, which for America lasts a year. So within eight months, we're going to be back into that. But uh, it's not the, the setup that anyone thought was going to happen or wanted. Uh, I don't think largely full scale it, it had any crazy, scrupulous happenings. I, I do know there was Arizona, Maricopa County, stuff like that. There was some fishiness going on, uh, but nothing like we, th we saw in 2020. Um, it wasn't a lot of like midnight spikes in, in one direction. So largely, I don't think you're going to see a, a big scream of that. I, th I think what, what you should see in the States is the Republicans have a bit of a come to Jesus and realize that they're potentially squandering a hell of an opportunity uh, and they should really, really take a tally of what they're doing. I think also the Zoomer generation, the, the, the t TikToks, the Instagrams, the, the, the Facebooks, I mean, Facebook's pretty just dying in the younger group, but they kind of have to modernize to give the devil its due, like AOC. Uh, they've really reached the young crowd and, and they resonate with the young crowd because when you're young, you, you care, you work on emotion. You, you're not callous and you don't back up at all yet. Um, and the, the conservative side of that, it applies to Canada too. Polyev's doing a little bit better. Um, but you kind of have to meet them where they are and, and provide the argument on the other side, rather than just seeding that ground and being like, we've lost it. So we'll see how the states shift their their tactics. I think the political infighting between DeSantis and, and Trump is utterly fabricated. I, I have my personal opinion. I do think DeSantis would be a better run. Although, what's that mean for Florida and, and for the vast majority that voted for him and then feel abandoned when he leaves his post? So it, it's not without complications. Uh, I do I said it before, I think Trump was a necessary person to have. He came in and broke a lot of things that needed breaking. And then once that job is done, we need to talk about moving forward. So we'll see how it goes. Um, ultimately, as of right now, it's not even a problem. Uh, DeSantis isn't running, but I, I, even without DeSantis, um, you, have to, you have to really question, is Trump, the beyond just being our guy is he currently the guy uh if he was right now everyone's laughing joe biden's the oldest person in office ever um but if trump wins next term he'll become the oldest um can we not move past this i think i think relatively speaking we should be looking for somebody in their 
mid to late thirties, early forties, it's time we have some fresh blood, not, not naive blood, but fresh blood in a, in a place of power that can actually balance it and, and kind of unify. We need to get back on track. Um, I think too, uh, a political figure to keep an eye on. Uh, I saw the breakdown happen and, and it's from what I'm seeing, it's basically guaranteed that the VP pick on any Republican ticket is, is now almost guaranteed to be female. Uh, so kudos to Kamala for, for kind of getting that there. Um, but it looks to be Tulsi Gabbard would be my horse to watch. Uh, be it DeSantis or Trump, I think she would compliment either of them well. Um, but I think that's a split ticket-ish because she left the Democrats, so it wouldn't be split. But I mean, ideologically split ticket with somebody like her who can meet the middle and the the moderate progressives. Uh, that's the ticket to watch. See where she ends up. I think she's going to be in it. So we'll see. Uh, she's certainly somebody I think that would benefit everyone. <laughs> everyone, regardless of your political lean. Um, but either way, there's no there's no... Short term, there's no solutions. Uh, you're going to see the Republicans turn witch hunt on Biden family. Granted, they deserve it. They've done some sh crooked shit. Uh, you're going to see the acting Justice Department try and go harder on Trump, which is a stupid calculation. Um, you're not going to win any of his base by going after him. And you're probably going to lose some of your base when it looks like you're persecuting a, a political opponent. Um it's just bad optics, bad timing. Uh, if you were going to get them, you had two years before this to get them. Uh, you didn't. You, my suggestion is you probably don't have what it takes, um, but you're going to push forward anyway because it's an ideological thing. So I don't know. We'll see. It's, it's, we're shaping up for a shit show. It's, uh, the division is just getting deeper, and nobody at the table is trying to calm the kids down on any front, whether it's war in in the Middle East, war in Ukraine, uh, economic war, like it's, it's all falling apart and nobody's sitting there saying, Hey, uh, let's just pause this cart for a second. I got to tighten the lug nuts so they don't, the wheels don't fall off. No, nobody's, there's no adult in the room. And, and it seems to be the audience members, the people like me and, and you listening, there's very few of even us. And I say that knowing that some of the people listening to this fall into that category um, where if I say something bad against Trump, I'm going to get emails about it. If I say something good about Biden, I'll get emails and vice versa. If I say something bad about I've, I've gotten emails, I can't even tell you. Um, so we have to we have to get past the this is my camp and I'll, I'll die on this hill when in actuality, we're all on the same side. We just have different opinions on how we we kind of make it work the best we can. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's ideology is perfect. Um, the, the question is, how do we find a balance or an ebb and a flow that keeps it as close to neutral as possible? And then once you can answer that, which is a tough enough question on its own, how do we recorrect when the pendulum is having a fucking seizure, um, like it is now. So I don't know, uh, in Canada, my, my biggest point to watch at this point is, is Jag, unfortunately it's Jagmeet Singh. Um, we'll have to see 
how he holds on to leadership, really, honestly, I don't know how his party's kept him in. Um, he's cruising towards his golden parachute. His, his pension kicks in soon. I think at that point he probably won't care as much. Um, but yeah, as we find out that he supported unjust actions, uh, you saw the NDP come out a couple weeks ago. They're pushing on why an arrive can app costs $54 million when it was a weekend project for about a million. So the heat is coming and, and I also expect the heat to be coming at him from within. Uh, there's, there's, big problems for him on the future politically. So we'll see how that goes. But I do think anything happening in Canadian politics is going to be triggered at this point by him. Uh, whether he shifts gears and kind of cozies up a little more to the conservative side so that they can get policy done. Or if he continues to support a, a dictate and an authoritarian dickbag in Trudeau. Uh, we'll have to see. There's a lot on the horizon. I think it's going to be a rough winter. Um, but we'll, we'll see how it all shapes out. Hopefully I'm wrong on some fronts and hopefully I'm not right on all of them. But, uh, yeah, the, the biggest takeaway is literally everything. Uh, even things you think you can trust. I, I fell for it hook, line and sinker when they said they were going to start executing all these protesters. I believed it. Um, I believed it because in the West they've made even the dictates like the religious regime that runs Iran, they're not decent people, but they're not as bad as we've been led to believe. And I'm not saying that as a cop-out. They still aren't good. But when you're told they're about to do something horrifically evil, just pause, because they're not that bad. They, they're bad, but they are not that bad. At least not yet, and not without supporting proof. Um, so just understand the propaganda on any front is at all-time highs. You can't trust anything on either side. Do your own research and be slow to respond or to form opinions out of emotion. Um, that's the biggest thing. Uh, and just kind of compartmentalize it a bit. Back up and, and say, does this really make sense? Is, is people, are people really this bad? Um, and are the people that are telling me this that good? Um, what are their motives and where are they going to get us? So with that, I don't know when I'll be back. Uh, I'm not closing out the podcast, but, uh, I'm not committing to any schedules. So we will see. We're going into the winter. I have a little bit more spare time. We'll see how we do. Um, obviously when something big comes up like this week, I will jump in the studio and record an episode. Um, but otherwise stay well, everyone. And, uh, as always stay free.
Come and fly away with me. Come, come and fly away with me.